The short game is listener-supported on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show and join us on our Discord, head to theshortgame.net or patreon.com slash theshortgame. Welcome back to The Short Game. This is a show about short video games, games that respect your time. I'm Regan Kelly, and I am joined this week by three radical turtles. Laura Nash. <laughs> Nate Heininger. And Shane Kelly is cool but rude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't need that rude to I didn't even do the accent. I was just trying not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Regan Kelly is a party dude. Um, we're talking this week about... The new Turtles game, uh, Shredder's Revenge, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, from developer Tribute Games and published by .mu. Uh, this was something I've been really looking forward to uh, since I heard that it was coming out. It seemed like the absolute perfect confluence of like developer and property and publisher. Uh, .mu, of course, uh, published the excellent. Well, they published a lot of great sort of retro-inspired stuff, but they have uh, they. Uh, published the incredible Streets of Rage 4 revival of that classic beat-em-up. Uh, and uh, Tribute Games, we have... I've, I don't think we've ever covered a Tribute Games game on the show before. We Did we ever do an episode on... Um, oh, what was it called? Uh, Mercenary Kings? I feel like we did that in the first like two weeks of the show. Or no, something. Really? Well, if you I did, it wasn't around. I played a lot of Mercenary Kings, Molly and I did, but we never actually did an episode on it. It... It ultimately that game is actually really long. Like you can, you know, yeah, you can do short short true. play sessions, of course, but like that game, you really had to spend some time on. I think to really get into what it was trying to accomplish. They made a ton of incredible games, none of which we've covered on the show, but every single one of I've played a lot of. Wizorb, the incredible RPG and breakout mashup. Uh, Curses and Chaos, which is a really simple little uh, like arcade platformer with with like uh, slight beat em up mechanics that rules. Ninja Senki DX, which is a great, uh, I would say almost sort of Mega Man-ish uh, ninja game. It's like a little jump and shooty kind of thing. Flint Hook uh, most recently or next to most recently, I guess. Flint Hook was incredible. It, um, it was sort of a roguelite uh, platformer. Um, I was I never got good enough at it, but I was really impressed with it, and I love the art. Um, obviously, I mentioned Mercenary Kings, uh, Panzer Paladin, which is also really great. It's kind of like a mech uh, platformer that is very NES inspired. And then finally, here we are with their first licensed title, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. These guys have been cranking out incredible license, or excuse me, non licensed retro influenced or inspired games for years. Um, and also, I think I think if I remember correctly, they kind of grew out of some of the team that originally did the Scott Pilgrim game after leaving. I think it was Ubisoft, right? Um, so I think there's some lineage there. Uh, that's the Tribute Games people, right? As that, yeah. who was that? Was that uh, Jonathan Levine? Is that the guy I'm thinking of? I don't think that name rings a bell, but okay. maybe. Uh, let's see who what it says on there. Um, I don't know the names of any of the people involved in tribute games, but they are a they are a great studio for sort of retro revival classic type of or like uh, retro inspired uh, games. And here they are taking a a swing at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise of beat em ups. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in the Hot Shell. 
This is the first one of those we've gotten in a very, very long time. The last time we got a Turtles beat em up, I think, was the GBA. Um, and that one was received okay, but really, when people talk about the Ninja Turtles beat em ups, they're mostly thinking of the classic arcade and SNES slash Genesis games. I had a nice opportunity to go back and play those uh, arcade games this week. I uh, went over to Cidercade with my son, and we tried all the Turtles uh, cabinets. And uh, he liked all of them. Yeah, my son's, <laughs> excellent. Of course, yeah, you know what they—they they all are kind of kind of fun. There's uh, that this particular one. They had the original. Uh, they had the Turtles in Time uh, mm, cabinet, classic, and they had this newer one that is based on a newer Turtles show that I didn't really care much about. Yeah, but, that's uh, from Raw Thrills. Raw Thrills is one of the last standing current. Um, uh, like uh, arcade game makers, most of the kinds of games they make are these sort of like big gaudy, like ports of mobile games to the arcade. Or sometimes I think they ha- they also make the sort of like sit in ride on type of things like Jurassic Park and whatever. Uh, you, uh, those they're all okay. They're fine. Um, Raw Thrills makes stuff that is, you know, marketable and decent. Um, but I think that that Turtles game is the only one where they've made like a 2D beat em up. Uh, I've never heard particularly great things about yeah. it. Um, it was all right. It's kind of a 2D, 3D thing. Uh, it's yeah. got it's got a button where if you press it, Michelangelo uh, throws uh, s- slices of pizza at every single enemy on screen. And what do I got to do to get die. that button? Yeah. But in real all life, right, then. I need um, that but button. That was, I guess, the most recent Turtles beat em up until this. And I mean, here we are, a new, really, really good Turtles beat em up. I was, yeah, I'm was surprised just... it took this long for, uh, you know, in a world of remakes and redos and everything, like the Turtles games from the 90s are iconic. I can't believe it took this long for there to be um, sort of a, a another entry into it. I think there must be like rights messes involved. I know like uh, the early beat em ups were all Konami and then rights seem to have kind of drifted around just like the rights to the turtles themselves have drifted around, you know, mm. um, Eastman and Laird who created the comics held the rights for a long time. Um, but there have been uh, issues between them, I believe um, that I think are now resolved, but there was some, uh, I think eventually they sold the rights uh, entirely to whatever media conglomerate it is that owns Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah. So the turtles rights are entirely under Nickelodeon now. And I don't think Nickelodeon's really in the business of commissioning indie devs to create, uh, you know, great throwbacks for the adult set. <laughs> well, I mean, kids can enjoy and probably will they're enjoy to be at this point. They're too, really but... plumbing, uh, the, the depths of their IP. Yeah. Um, but I think it really good for us that, that, that this did happen because, this edition of the turtles really takes that IP um, and handles it with great care. Like it is, um, I mean, they're whatever character it is in the turtles lore that you're like, ha ha, that guy like will probably be shown in the first like 20 minutes of this game. Like, and, and you know, every, Every cool scene that you might remember, like right down to the final showdown with Super Shredder at the end of Turtles in Time, like it's all in here. I had forgotten. So the the Turtles, I think 
after Power Rangers was probably like that was like my favorite thing as a kid was the Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles. But like I have not really engaged with them at all since childhood. And uh, mm-hmm. although although me and uh, uh, Molly and our daughter we rewatched all three of the live action films uh, pretty recently. Oh no! Oh, I want to so watch those. Nice. I think they probably but hold slowly, up okay. Uh, one, I, one, know, the first one is, one is amazing. Yeah, one one is good. Two, two is still fun, it, and it was yeah. the highest uh, grossing indie film of all time. The highest, uh, bo- the best, highest box office for an indie film of all time. That original. Yeah. And then uh, okay. number two is iconic. It has the the vanilla ice scene, um, oh, and then yeah. number three is uh, is bad in a truly bizarre way. Um, it, it's almost <laughs> worth watching because it's so bad, but it's also so bad that it's also not worth watching it, it it straddles the line between so bad it's good and just bad that you know if you're watching them all you might as well but um i had forgotten entirely about the punk frogs <laughs> and they play <laughs> and, it, and i realized that i mean i actually had all the punk frog toys as a kid too really? like i yeah i like i this was like a weird nostalgia thing that came rushing back to me of like Oh yeah, the punk frogs, like a weird subgroup of the Ninja Turtles that uh I was really glad to see were in this game. So to your point, Shane, like yeah, they they really uh they they really went deep and got a lot of the the uh I mean auxiliary I, if you had asked Who could have me, forgotten about Attila, Genghis, Napoleon, and Rasputin? You can't. <laughs> well, if you had told me prior to like playing this game, like how into turtles were you? I would have said like I like in kindergarten and first grade, I got so fed up with having to play April all the time and never getting to be a turtle that I like was like, fine, I'm starting a babysitter's club. Screw you guys. <laughs> like I'm going to radically decide I'm going to be into another um, you know, a, a group that will let me be whichever one I want. Um, however, I started playing this and I was like, ah, bebop. Rocksteady, Ratkey. I was like, I know all of these people. I was like, I clearly yeah. was a bigger fan than I wa- than I remembered because I remembered like I was like, oh yeah, those uh, alien things, the Triceratons, the f- vaguely familiar. <laughs> and I don't have children, so I only would have been exposed to this in my youth or through Turtles in Time. So I, I clearly it had its hooks in me. Clearly, the the lore awesome. is deep on the turtles. Like, just let your girls be a turtle. Don't make them be <laughs> April. April's cool. In this game, April's pretty awesome, actually. She's but I refuse to play April, yeah. even though she had the coolest uh, animations, in my opinion, because I was like, no, I have trauma from having to play April every damn time. Aw. I, I played this game... I played a lot of this game with my daughter in my lap and she was really interested in it. She hadn't seen anything Turtles related before. Um, and her favorite turtle... turtle uh, she told me was Donatello. Uh, and I, I came to realize, I think it's because she thought Donatello was the girl turtle uh, mm-hmm. named Donna, last name Tello, I think. <laughs> so perhaps uh, perhaps that's the solution. I think there ought to be a girl turtle. There have been there have been efforts at a girl turtle that have not been well received by fans. But in my opinion, there should there should still be a girl turtle. Maybe maybe there's still time. Uh, I mean, when I dressed up, when we did the turtles as a costume in college, um, I got to pick which turtle I was. But I want to—I pose the question to you all: Which turtle are you? 
Ah, excellent question. Well, when I was a kid, I was uh, Leonardo. I was always Leonardo, but that was, I think, partly because I was I was defaulted to blue things. My parents, mm. you know, having twins, they did this thing where they uh, they bought us a lot of the same clothes, but generally they would buy me the blue one and Shane the red one. And break so it. we were already kind of you. I'm pretty sure that our identification with Raphael and Leonardo and by proxy red and blue predated the the shirts we would wear in middle school and would go back really went back to the turtles themselves i have a lot of red and blue baby photos shane i think the red and blue thing goes back much farther than the turtles Mm. well i guess you're maybe maybe i'll admit it but uh it was meant to be chicken egg exactly with those which came first the turtle or the egg um, but you know what? I also feel a certain kinship with the uh, with the, the uh, with Leonardo. Um, I don't necessarily think of myself as a born leader, but I like to think that given two giant katanas, I'd be pretty badass. So there you have it. I'm. We I'm all Leonardo. know everyone in this room is stabbing themselves in the chest the first time they get oh, in a fight, yeah. wielding two. I, I'm lucky if I don't just go right through my own gut, uh, you know, with, with one of those katanas. Nate, that's why mm-hmm. you've got to stick with the nunchucks. <laughs> Nate, I think I think you're a Michelangelo. That's just what I'm guessing. I you're get, a party dude. I get, <laughs> you know me. Um, I get that. I will say that, you know, I was also a Leonardo guy. Oh, as, of course as, you were. As a, as a, as a kid. So, um, you know, I, who doesn't like Michelangelo though, though? I mean, he's the comic relief, of course. Uh, yeah. I've never thought of you as the comic relief, Nate, but I do think of you as a party dude for sure. <laughs> uh, I love pizza and now they all love pizza, but you can't deny that Michelangelo might love pizza the most, the most. Yeah. I, I've won, uh, I've won turtles anecdote to share, which is that, uh, Shane and I, when we were, we were, um, we were really, really young. Um, my parents, we moved house, I think. Oh, no, this was prior to the move. In any, in any case, my parents bought us uh, bunk beds, uh, you know, economize on space. You got two boys in a room. Uh, and it turned into a massive, massive fight because we both wanted to sleep on the top bunk because, you know, that's the that's coolest. The cool, yeah, it's that you get to climb a ladder. Who wouldn't want to do that? Um, and so my, uh, my parents ended up returning the bottom bunk and getting a second top bunk. So our room was two top bunks with ladders. Uh, and we would drape our Ninja Turtles sheets off of the sides of the top bunk. And the area underneath was the sewer. Yep, uh, of and course. Much Turtles play happened underneath the double top bunks. Uh, it was, uh, we, were, we were really, really big Turtles fans around this that This is era. adorable. This is absolutely adorable. Yeah. I had the little, my, my favorite Turtles toy, I had the ones that were like spring loaded. You could oh, set yes. it down and you would twist it and you'd let go. And like Donatello would do a backflip and like Raphael, I think would do like a side flip oh. and they would only land like one in 25 times. But when <laughs> the, you know, but when they did, it was awesome. <laughs> so I was thinking of something else because I think we had Shane. Maybe you can tell me if I'm remembering this correctly. I think we had um, turtles toys that would transform from like they had the little like baby turtle like legs and head. I had those too, and yeah. they would flip around to be the full size turtle arms and legs. Yeah, you'd open the shell, you'd pop out the head, spin it around, and it would. Yeah, be, yeah I had this the. 
super weird. A buddy yeah. of mine had the actual full on turtle blimp, you know, nice. that fe- that features heavily in this game. You know, and, I was uh, looking some stuff up because I like this is such a like the turtles are such a toy line uh, property. And, uh, you know, because they came from comics, I kind of assumed the trajectory had been comics to cartoons to toys, but actually it was comics to toys to cartoons. The, mm. uh, the toy line came a couple of years before the cartoon did, um, which I think is why you ended up with like such incredibly like toyetic stuff like the, the van and the blimp and the technodrome, which are all just like absolutely insanely good toys. But it's funny, my favorite piece of Turtles merch is actually an like off-brand thing that uh, Justin had this shirt that he bought right after college, which is four little like baby turtles who found like a broken vial. And I- I've posted it in the chat. Uh, sorry, listeners. But oh, man, it is one shirt. of the cutest shirts. He would, but everywhere he went, it was like, it was a just a little high pitched whistle for people in our age demographic because no one would know what it was because there's no bandanas, there's nothing that could get you sued. Oh, it's just four, four turtles, cute little turtles looking at some ooze, looking at some ooze, and then people in like a narrow age bracket of like eight years would be like, "That's a great shirt," oh. and they would <laughs> always say it very passionately, and they would point and they'd be like, "Thank you," and then they would like. Like, no, it's seriously a great shirt. You know, I have so much affection for the Turtles franchise. It is so silly, but like there have been so many iterations of the Turtles over the years. And I haven't like Nate was or Laura, one of you guys was saying like you hadn't looked at it or engaged with it since childhood. Um, I have over the years. I wouldn't say like a like a lifelong Turtles stan or anything. I'm not out here with like a Leonardo tattoo. But um, over the years, I have revisited the Turtles many times, like the original comics I've read cover to cover a couple of times at least um i've watched the movies here and there um and and i'm I'm excited to watch the cartoons again with my daughter uh who seems to be interested in in them now um but like yeah like like so what a weird property to be just sort of like a lifelong thing to be into um but it's it's always pretty good (laughs) Do you remember the first time you had to take an art history course and were like, wait, these are actual <laughs> Renaissance people? Yeah, I remember learning that. Um, I think I was, you know, in elementary school or whenever I was into uh, into Turtles at their peak and like learning, oh, oh okay, these are the names of, of painters. Um, well, they cover that in the first live action movie, too. So it depends oh. on... Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. in the cartoon, too, but it's like it's like an yeah. offhand thing. And um, like, yeah. I have no... I You know, I had no... Uh, imagery to hang michelangelo on or anything you know these these names michelangelo and so on were uh were turtles for me way before they were painters and even now yeah the turtles come first in my mind probably the smartest mm-hmm. thing that they did uh when designing the ninja turtles uh for i guess the toys and the cartoon is that they put their initial on their belt buckle real big mm-hmm. yes. for every single one of them and like <clears throat> even my even my four-year-old noticed that he was like they have a letter from their name on their belt and i was like yeah they do <laughs> and now he i mean it took him literally no time at all to remember all four of those very unusual names and mm. he's working on as he's working on remembering what their weapons are 
Um, Kids love like, to uh, become the master of the information about a thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think Pokemon is like the ultimate example of this because mm-hmm. like kids sit down and learn 150 plus Pokemon and uh, and like what their types are and stuff. And um, and like Turtles, I think, was the beginning of that for me, like because I wanted to know everything there is to know about the Turtles. You keep saying kids in front of things that describe yourself also. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, well. Shall we talk about uh, Tribute and .mu's new turtle masterpiece, Shredder's Revenge? <laughs> yes, yeah, dude. I suppose we should. Oh, actually, before we do that, I suppose, did any of you guys play any Turtles games as a kid? I actually didn't really get into Turtles video games until much later because we didn't yeah. have any um, around, even though well, I was one super, of- super into Turtles. One of my three Game Boy games prior to buying Pokemon was a Turtles game. Mm. So, Do you know which? Um, I, we talked about it on the Game Boy episode. Oh, that's I've right. I've played it like 30 times. But one of the Turtles games, I, I've, I found every secret. I mean, if you only have four games and one of them takes like two hours to beat, you're going to just learn every inch of the game. And you're going to... I effectively speed run that as a child because I only had R type, which was too hard, Tetris, which is Tetris and Turtles. <laughs> and so like the only narrative game was Turtles, and I I beat it on every character. I would do speed runs, but just to entertain myself because I had no other games allowed because my parents didn't believe in video games, but needed me to stay quiet in the car. God, I really wish I'd had Turtles games. We had so yeah. many Genesis games, but they were all hand-me-downs. And uh, and also like cast off purchases from the local um, like Blockbuster. Yeah, you know, from we, there, we, like, uh, that used games game at Blockbuster was basically where all our games came from. So Turtles games, just I wouldn't have even known where to get one. You know, no matter how much I would have wanted, and I really wish that we you know the Genesis Turtles game now is like insanely expensive. Cap uh, yeah. Konami had one called um, Hyperstone Heist, and like trying to get your hands on that today, it's it's extremely expensive. Um, I'm pretty sure I had that or at least, uh, you know, I had Turtles games for the Genesis and I also went to the arcade a lot to play the Turtles arcade game, the one that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the four player or whatever. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of time playing these games, these turtle games as a kid, Turtles in Time. I uh, loved that game. I think I've played or I played all of the ones that were available at that time and then yeah. mm-hmm. haven't since they were contemporary, but uh, mm-hmm. I loved those games for me. It was all streets of rage back then. And yeah. I, I mean, I would have absolutely eaten up a turtles game, probably would have liked it a lot better than streets of rage just based on the license. But um, I don't know You're- on, on some level, I'm kind of glad I it was, I, I spent all that uh, four minute time with streets of rage, which is, I think, I think, a superior beat him up. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that night you would have dined on turtle soup. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Well, let's see. <laughs> let's talk about this new one. Um, Shredder's Revenge. Uh, so it's out on all the things. It's on Steam. It's on Xbox Game Pass, which is very nice. And that's how uh, we played it. Um, it's on, uh, I believe it's also on the Epic Game Store on PC. It's on uh, consoles, the Switch, and I think PlayStation 4 and of Xbox, of course. Um, it's everywhere. Uh, and it's, uh, it seems to have been like really landing well with people. I certainly saw people talking about it a lot and I'm not sure that all of that can solely be, um, 
due to its license, uh, which obviously helps people love the turtles. But like, I think people were really excited to get a beat em up like this. I am absolutely here for the beat em up uh, revival. Loved Streets of Rage 4. And I enjoyed this game. I think there are some parts to it that are not great. But overall, I'm really glad that this that that this game exists and had a ton of fun. And it is absolutely a short game. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were able to finish this game in one night, which is great. And which is normal for a beat em up, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's there've been efforts at making beat em ups that are not short and they are always worse. I think yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was know, a few I, hours is the right length. I was glad know. when it was done, which, you know, it sounds like a bad thing, but you know. I, I'm just gonna have to protest because uh like much longer than this was dot emu's emu mu their version of uh Streets of Rage four, right? The Streets of Rage four was a fairly long beat him up i don't how long does that one take to play well it, it depends on what you mean by longer yeah, and i'll say scott pilgrim never beat it because it was too hard for so, me well like guacamelee and guacamelee 2 two of my favorite games are like 10 to 12 hours long which is like yes five but those are, those are metroidvanias there's so much more exploration with that yeah. but like when i think of a, a beat-em-up like beat-em-up mechanics are in everything but when i think of a beat-em-up i'm thinking of specifically the belt scrolling left to right beat up mm-hmm. yeah so there but are this so one, few we're talking about this days. one. This, this one has one. incredible graphics and art. And this is oh again why I'm yes. saying that the 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 that Dadimu uh has taken this IP and handled it absolutely pitch perfectly because of course the most important thing for this to be like is the most popular turtles property, which is the original cartoon. And they start mm-hmm. off with the theme song or a slightly um, a slightly uh, updated re-recording of the theme song, but with a full animated intro that has a lot of callbacks to the original show and yeah. a lot of cool shit that you're going to see in the game. And it's just great to see. And then it has beautiful pixel art in this game. The character design is somewhere in between the original cartoon and the original arcade game with maybe a little bit of modern pixel art influence in the middle there because it's pretty it's pretty obvious that there's some of the uh kind of tribute games pixel art look to it yeah they have Um, a kind of like magic pixel art style at tribute games like not all their games look the same but what they've really um mostly stuck to is pixel art that isn't aping the technical limitations of any particular console or arcade system it feels like a like a modern like it's a really great argument for like pixel art being a medium not a style and being like this is a uh a, it, it all it looks like um you know, when you talk pixel art it's very easy to say ah, it looks 32 bit it looks 16 bit it looks like things from the saturn or something it doesn't look like anything one thing in particular it's very lavish very detailed pixel art but it still has a retro feel because it's sticking to like nice pixel mm-hmm. grids you know my my like my issues with things that try to do pixel art but aren't aren't really doing for for the listeners who might right. have joined us since you went on this rant before Reagan would you would you care to re-explain uh art. why some pixel art sucks how long do you have <laughs> <laughs> in, in like 
like like 60 seconds like sure i I am very particular about pixel if you're doing pixel art then it needs to be on a grid uh thing so what what screams bad pixel art to me is if you have various different pixel art elements that move in ways that are not on a pixel grid. For example, if you have uh, a mixture of pixel art elements and not pixel art elements, like uh, like pixel art characters talking in speech bubbles with perfectly styled, perfectly smooth lettering, or if you have pixel art elements that rotate in ways that don't fit to or snap to a grid. Um, you know, even something like an SNES could do rotating sprites, but there was always an underlying grid uh, where you'd see the edges of that pixel sort of like, you know, have that sort of screen door pixel effect. Um, that is good pixel art where they're actually caring about where pixels are on screen and not just drawing something in a blocky style and drawing it like a flash animation. Um, so this is doing real good pixel art, uh, that looks like pixel art and yet it's very modern. It has a really beautiful style. Everything's very detailed. They have a really good color palette. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's just, it is gorgeous pixel art. It, the thing that I'm kind of reminded of most is like some of the the most beautiful, and I I know now I'm doing the thing that I, but like some of the most beautiful pixel art on systems like the uh, the Saturn or Game Boy Advance, that sort of like last generation of pixel art. Um, but this feels like it takes it even further. By the way, it's I was also just on a so really nice, right, and it colorful. Is. It is a candy box, but it's not in that weird millennial color palette that's been like incredibly popular. Uh, it it never looks not like turtles but all the colors have been pumped up it is so full of life i was playing this on a projector and i bragged about it to everybody because we were playing multiplayer i was like it's lighting the whole room it was great by the way uh as i was trying to like find some information here you remember i mentioned earlier that i thought tribute games had spun off of an you know the ubisoft studio that did scott pilgrim but i wasn't sure i was trying to find to double check if that was correct and yes it was and that same studio and many of the same people who founded Tribute Games also did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Game Boy Advance game. So this is well, their second go. turtle game for a lot of them. Yeah. And I got to say, guys, like that Game Boy Advance game is really good. It's not as good as this, but it's really solid if you want another one of these that you probably haven't played. But my favorite thing about this game is it's easy. I mean, honestly, I want to beat him up that I... You say like, that because you played it all multiplayer. When you guys dropped no. me, I was trying to finish that last okay. level on oh, my own. I unashamedly really played hard. this game on easy. I think this game has like three levels of difficulty. It's like... Yeah. Like but it offers Cool, that, medium, yeah. and bogus or something like that. I <laughs> I don't know. I, I set this game to Cowabunga, and me and my five-year-old were able to absolutely crush it. It's awesome. much more fun that way, honestly, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand <laughs> liking it. I know how okay. old my son is. He's almost five. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Now I sound like an idiot. It, if I can at least. So I, I think the, the, the design and the art and the music, which we should definitely talk about, are the best parts of this game. Because mm-hmm. counterpoint mm-hmm. to that, I, I found ultimately the actual gameplay to be like, not the most exciting because there was really nothing other than just smash X. You know, they have other, they have other moves. Um, but all you really need to do is just smash X and four times and they're dead and they're dead. And there's a power. Well, and, and I think at least for, for Molly and I, who we, we played through the whole thing and, um, you know, 
for what it's worth, I'm going to say how easy this game was. And she like smoked me every level pretty much. So maybe <laughs> she's just really good. But anyway, um, like there, there's a power move where you press Y and it's a huge like whirlwind attack. And it basically kills everything that's around you. And it's really easy to power up that power move. You can do this taunt and there's Absolutely. like plenty of Slash time. meditate. There's yeah. a button that makes Michelangelo the turtle do the funky chicken. I think. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> I, really I actually changed characters because Splinter meditate. I picked Leonardo. Leonardo meditates, and then I picked Splinter, and Splinter meditates. And yeah. April yells, "Have a comment!" And yeah. Donatello plays. Um, he sits down and plays a video game for a second. Um, and, and I, well, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. It just, it also fills up your super meter and there's a ton of time that you can do it. So you can enter every single battle, like fully super filled. So it basically just becomes enter a room, press Y a couple of times. It's clear going to the next room, press Y a couple of times. It's clear, you know, so there was really never any challenge in this game. And I like, at least for me, like I was like, I would have loved there to be something that compelled you to learn the additional moves or have some degree of of challenge but i you know ultimately like i walked away from this game thinking i loved that game and it was also very dull as a as mm. like as a, as a game to play it was very dull as a as a piece of media to like take this game is ghostface killer wu-tang is in this no. game it's awesome there's so much that's awesome the soundtrack is game. phenomenal so i'm i'm all for Good this job, game T. Lopez. This, yeah what, but, they, but, this taps into there are two there <laughs> there are kind of two forks now in the beat-em-up genre and this same company has done both of them there's like the streets of rage which is more like mechanical yeah. it's really challenging uh, there's a lot of like timing and positioning. It's all really super important. And then there's this side of it, which is pure party game. And like this game is super mechanically fun to play. The fact that you're saying like you can just spam one move and like go through the whole game, like that is true. Um, but this game also has a ton of like mechanical fun to have if you don't want to just sort of spam your way through, like I was playing on the easiest possible level and like, you can mess around with the grabs. There's like a lot of grab moves you can do. Uh, you're really mobile. So you can move around the screen really fast. Uh, there's a lot of little combos that you can do like in and out of the run. There's different punches and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the, you mentioned like charging up the super, um, you can charge up the super also by doing, uh, by getting hits and you can like chain the hits to charge the super way up. Once you charge the super up, you can either do the attack in every direction, like super flail around move or, and that's a little different for every character, or you can kind of go into super mode where you just like glow and do yeah, a little, but only damage. really at the very end with uh, yeah. the radical mode, which is great. Yeah. And so I'm trying to find the balance here because I had a great time. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, I, I think I, I prefer the Streets of Rage mode a little yeah, bit I think more. I'm well, for me, the reason I'm praising the difficulty being so low is because, well, one, it's a party game, so I can actually talk to my friends while I'm playing. True. And like, yeah. it's, we're not yeah. just focusing on the mechanics. And the second thing is, I think I, had this game been harder, I would have missed half of the jokes. And the jokes are dumb, but the jokes are effective. Like, 
all the bad guys working at the mall or like cooking the food or like working on the computer, like the bad guys being employed running the town of New York City. I I loved all of those jokes. And had I been busy- doing a cooking show. Yes. And it's called Time's Up. It's great. Like all of this is wonderful. And had I been more like- I could opt into more difficult mechanics. And I do understand that it could be repetitive, especially if you play beat em up games regularly, but I don't. So I was happy to like be laughing at Turtles games while I'm ineffectually hitting X eight times in a row to kill two guys. So did anyone try playing it on like the hardest difficulty just to just to see how that was? No, I kind of wish I had now. Um, how was I that? had a blast playing it on like brain dead we, mode. So we played it yeah. on the middle difficulty um, and then started doing a uh, normal here. a second run because uh, I think if you played it about, on the hard like, difficulty, like there's enough crunch there that like they just have to give every foot clan guy one more HP. And like this suddenly does become a pretty hard game. It, does it have enough? Of, um, the, the thing that I really felt was missing was like like the the. the the combo and juggling mechanics from streets of rage four. Like I, I found that was that made in streets of rage four, it made all of the, um, uh, even the scrub enemies really interesting to fight. Uh, and I did a lot more grabbing the grabbing in this was really mm-hmm. de-emphasized. Um, so I, I mean, know, those like, were both there. You could do all of except those. There things. was one like, level that required grabbing one boss. Yeah. Well, and that was a reference to turtles in time that, that was a that was the same that was the same thing from one of the early turtles games where the they sort of view shift and you have to throw bad guys at the at the main screen um that was from one of the other games they also referenced the simpsons uh uh arcade console did any of you all catch that with the balloons thing no i didn't catch oh that yes no. the yeah, pump up balloons yeah Tony there Island was a mini bubble. yeah there was a mini game in the simpsons arcade game where you would just like everyone who's playing would be is in between the levels and you just like spam the the button to see who could fill up a balloon faster and uh th- there was those balloons that you'd pump up and pop here in the middle of the game too um i was That's thinking too while uh of the punk frogs <laughs> <laughs> uh of all the ways to like you know be murdered in a in a video game i think being like juggled up against an invisible wall by pe- <laughs> by people with swords and and stabs and stuff just like indefinitely until they decide to move on to someone else it would be a horrible way to go. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, if they didn't want that, then they shouldn't have attacked Leonardo with a wooden spoon. Mm. Or the the poor plunger guys. Like later in the game, there you're like in space, and there are like laser guns and electricity, and then these assholes come out with guns that shoot plungers at you. And I'm just like, man, those guys got the short end of the stick when it comes to what weapon you're going to go fight these guys with swords. Seriously. With. <laughs> but good, great, great uh, character design. Uh-huh. The pixel art is really good. Um, you mentioned the music. I don't know if we could talk a little more about the music. Uh, so good. The, it is a great soundtrack. And like, I am going to have to really give it a listen because, like, as Nate said, you've got, like, some some legit rap tracks. <laughs> yeah. Wu-Tang is is on the album. It's awesome. Nice to meet 
reaching, now I'm here to beat you with full force. Mess up your facial features. I still have Vista, I'm selling all y'all little Caesars. All y'all stuff your face with is pizza, pizza crack like a hardball egg on Easter, Easter. See these muscles on me? I could beat your teacher. I'll defeat Leonardo, y'all become the weakest. I take off all of your mass and dismantle your features. Shredder, I cross the line like a letter. Smash all of you turtles, put you back together. Indeed, I squish turtles like a tight girdle. Any obstacle, I clear it like a high hurdle. My stomach cringes for all of you fake ninjas. But the way they use them in the game is almost subtle. Like, you'll get to a level and it's like, ah, fuck, it's another one of these levels that's on a, a auto-scroller and we're all riding uh, flying surfboards, which, by the way, those levels were all universally bullshit. Um, I could have done without that. But, but they, again, that's, they that's distract like a, you. A universal like, hey. beat-em-up thing. Mm-hmm. Now they're singing about the yeah. turtles. I love a game where uh, where the soundtrack has songs just hyping up the main characters. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, Reagan, I did go ahead and try out that game you recommended uh, that uh, was on Apple Arcade. What's this one called? Oh, Air Twister? Air Twister. Yes. Uh, Side I note, weirdest of... game I've played all year. Yeah, Air Twister sidebar here. Um, yeah, that you're... The intro sequence for that is just delightful. Uh, you know, I'm very <laughs> sorry about what happened to those swans, but I hope I can get revenge on the various geometric shapes. Uh, we'll, I, we will never do an episode on Air Twister. It just does not merit it. So, um, maybe, maybe I'll talk a little more about that in the what's making us happy if we have time. Air Twister. No, we're not one. going, there's, we've already spent a f- fully like 45 minutes on like 80s cartoons. There's no way. We're yes. making this happen. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see when we get to the end of the episode. Um, man, uh, the last thing I wanted to make sure we talk about is how well this game handles multiplayer. This allows up to six <laughs> player okay laura your laura is uh is absolutely right we had some we had some bugs i mean more along the lines of like most games don't even attempt to have six player local co-op and up to six player online co-op or a mix of local Mm -hmm. and co-op players up to six players that's incredible and i think we ran into some teething troubles with the um with the like relatively new release and the fact that we were playing the uh i was playing the pc version you were playing the xbox version which should cross with each other but but even before that it froze like often while i was doing local co-op and we had to restart the xbox but I, i think those felt like early game bugs the first time i played this there were no bugs so and and the thing is we were never mad it would just kind of freeze and we would just kind of chat and then it would like start moving again and we pick up the controller we also had to restart a level because we killed a boss and then we're just left running around the set for like four like five minutes and we had to restart the level but like i didn't care that was the thing because yeah. again it wasn't as if I had done something incredibly difficult, I lost five minutes of my time when I had a book. My character got like, we had a version of that, but it was very isolated where my character got frozen in air, but mm. everything else was still going. Molly was still able to play. And eventually I got unstuck and was able to keep playing. <laughs> I got stuck on a car during the, the group multiplayer oh, yeah, as well. I remember that was pretty funny looking. Nice. I mean, these are the kinds of things that you see with new games. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right, Laura. Like, they never made me mad. Like, they might have in other circumstances, but like, yeah. I was a little disappointed that we had sat down to try and play multiplayer and couldn't get our games to connect with each other. But yeah, I always kind of like assume that multiplayer isn't going to work, <laughs> which, and I'm right about half the time. It had worked. It had worked the first night. So we were yeah. like very cocky about it. Um, yeah. We're okay. like, ah, no problem. And then, then there was problem. 
Um, what else is there to say about the new turtles game? I, uh, we've talked about its mechanics, which I like, I, I, I think I agree with everyone. It's a, it's a pretty fun game. I think it's probably more interesting on harder difficulties, but if I'm choosing a, uh, if I'm going to choose a, 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 you know, beat them up to play, I think I'm probably going to choose, um, uh, streets of rage for if I am playing it alone. Um, but I might choose this in almost any circumstance where I'm playing with friends. Um, yeah, that's a good, uh, uh, a good way to think about it. This has, this has that party game element where like, no matter who that friend is, you're going to find some version of the game where y'all can both have a good time. Mm -hmm. It also gives out awards at the end, which is always, that's what a fun multiplayer thing, you know, where it picks some random thing. And sometimes it's even a little insulting where like I got the pacifist award one round because I defeated the least amount of enemies. And I'm like, don't, don't give me that. That's (laughs) that is, that was exactly the opposite of what I was trying to accomplish. (laughs) Rough. Yeah. Sometimes the achievement are negs. Um, Sometimes they're funny, but often they are just uh, kind of begging you. Oh man. Speaking of achievements, Xbox's like achievements thing. I don't know about you all, but like the first like 10 minutes of playing this game was almost Uh. exclusively little duke it, you know, and then it blocked out like half the dialogue giving me Mm -hmm. achievements for just playing the game as it's fed to Uh. you. You know, it was very, very obnoxious. (laughs) They're so annoying. Like 95% of the achievements. The way they work is it's a list of like challenges for you to do in the level. Um, but they tell you whether you when you get the ch- when you succeed in the challenge or when you fail in the challenge, because a lot of them are like, get through the whole level without getting punched five times. And like you're like near the end of the level, like paying no attention to this. And it's like, ah, you got punched five times, loser. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like a little red badge shows up at the bottom of the screen. You yeah. suck. <laughs> I liked I liked the challenges. We tried to do all of them where you know, but there there were some that felt impossible, especially the uh avoid the obstacles oh, ones yeah. on those uh, you know, jetpack skateboard levels. Uh, it's like I'm not going to avoid the obstacles. I just have enough lives that oh I can God. hit I can hit them for as much as I as I want. It's, I'm I'm immortal and I have a turtle shell. <laughs> yeah. So there's this level. Um, I got to I got to I got to hate on this for a second because this is so bad. There's a level that visually rules because you're flying on these flying boards. You're listening to turtle rap. Um, you're fighting a giant fat bat dude and uh, the bad guys that they're throwing at you are bad guys on flying motorcycles. This sounds like a recipe for success, but the, the, uh, you have no ability to like line your turtle up with these flying motorcycles because they're on a vertical plane that like is out of sync with their position on screen. It's yeah. the stupidest. You have to look at the shadow that they're casting in mid air to figure out if you're lined up with them. I hated that so ran, much. Ran into that with almost all of the flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every flying in this yeah. game. Flying was like, these are always bullshit in beat em ups. In my they opinion. are the reason that this game has a like spammable hit everyone around you attack, because that is the yes. only way to like not be completely uh, so i have things. to sort of disagree if you so every character we were talking about the various moves um my favorite move that they have in this is Here comes if you press, with the get good yes i am 
Uh, if you press both the uh, the jump and attack buttons simultaneously, so not a jump attack where you jump uh-huh. first and then attack, but the you know the jump and attack, um, it does like a rising attack, and it's different for some of the different characters. Yep. I was playing as April O'Neil; she does a very Chun Li like um, like rising kick. I forget what the specific Chun Li move is that they're clearly imitating here, but anyway, um, you can get those uh, those airborne enemies pretty easily with with the rising attacks uh, it has a pretty large hitbox i think it even gives you a little leeway on the sort of you know y axis um so yeah don't forget that move exists i used it a lot and it was it, it didn't make those totally trivial but it helped a lot by the way i think uh i think uh, april is probably the best character in the game the animations are arguably my favorite she's I awesome i didn't play as her we did um after so about 75% of the way through the game um i i said uh to molly like my only problem with this game so far is that there's no casey mm. jones and then, and and then if you beat the game you unlock casey jones so of course we had to go back and we played a little bit more with casey jones and and molly played as april and uh like casey has better stats too so you can it's like you know the stats are kind of meaningless but he has like one more star than the other uh players so you know it was uh it was nice to unlock more characters the the game in the achievements thing says there's seven different endings i think it's just the like you get a little title card that says like what your character is doing after this adventure and so i guess that's the seven different characters seven different characters but like it doesn't do it if you're doing multiplayer it doesn't do the other person like it only does whoever is one you know first player uh mm-hmm. at least it did for us so i just got the one leonardo t- title card and we didn't get the donatello one and so i don't know i might play it a little bit more to try out these other characters i don't know if there's more unlockables but it was fun to unlock Casey Jones, who is a so. Great I I will admit here that I didn't quite finish the game. Uh, I got to what I'm pretty sure is like the last level or two um, after you get to uh, the Dimension X towards the end. Um, but I've been playing multiplayer with everybody, and then when I was suddenly playing solo, it was suddenly a lot harder. <laughs> I, I bet <laughs> it's a difficulty spike. It yeah. definitely was. Um, so I tried that two or three times and I was like, ah, you know what? I'll, I'll play the rest of this the next time I can jump onto it with, with somebody else, or I'll start over on a lower difficulty or just start over and get good. Um, but yeah, I would, I'm definitely planning to play this thing again. Um, probably beginning to end multiple times. I I played streets of rage through several times and I, I was enjoying this maybe not quite as much, but very nearly. And we don't get very many of these types of games. I'm always so excited when we get a decent beat em up. I hope there's more. I think the success of this, the success of Streets of Rage, um, it seems like they're the market is ready for it. Give us a straight up new IP, beat them up. I'm sure there. I'm sure there's some out there that we just don't know about. There's one. I'm trying to remember the name of it. There's, uh, you know, when I was really I enjoyed Streets of Rage so much. Ah, this was it. Um, I I went looking for other good beat em ups. And uh, like, I think last year I played an absolute ton and never beat it because it's actually really big and complicated uh, with lots of branching paths uh, of a game called Fightin' Rage. 
That's F-I-G-H-T apostrophe N, Rage. It's kind of like Streets of Rage, but with furries. There's like a lot of animal characters. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I mean. So, right, so it's perfect it, it for is, you. I it get is. It. So this is why we're now uh, recording on Zencaster, so we can just take that little thing and. Yeah. Uh, well, it is, it's a really good beat-em-up. It's not just furries. I'm kind of over overstating the case there. But like there's, you're, you're fighting against like beast men. You're yeah. kind of over furries. <laughs> a lot of a lot of like uh, you know, it, we, what what is uh, what is um, uh, uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles if not a furries uh, centric property, guys? So oh, why are you making fun uh, of there's me? there's what what fur is involved? Yeah, there's, there's a lot like, of yeah. other animal characters in various parts of the turtles fiction. Mostly I reptilian. Don't think, I don't think the fact that the anthropomorphic animals don't specifically have a coat of fine hair makes this not a furries thing i think there's a lot of it's overlap. specifically called furries. Oh, no, the, the furries fandom is about anthropomorphic of- animals i i don't think we need to argue these fine points Laura, we're entering into a ring that uh, we I, are out out i, I do yes <laughs> exactly. I, I am not an expert here i i am a taxonomist but this is not let's, my area let's walk, so. let's walk back and let reagan have his yes. moment here yeah. right. kind correct rewind. i need to honor reagan's expertise well i will just field. recommend fight oh, and rage as a really good beat-em-up if you want more, more of that and it's on it's just on steam, steam it's steam on ahead. i think switch it's a really good one i think it came out like it's it's been out a long time. It's like it looks like it was 2017, so it's not like a brand new game or anything. But if you're looking for one of these that has like a uh, interesting mechanics, um, I, I enjoyed that one, and I still go back and play it every now and then because I I still haven't beaten it. it it's it's pretty big and complicated. Um, if you listeners have any suggestions on good beat 'em ups, I'm always happy to hear them. I think that one was one that did I did. We do Castle Crashers. Oh, no, we never done Castle Crashers. No, no but that, wow. we talked about it forever. Um, that's yes. another game that I've. I think all of us have beaten. We've just never done yeah. on the episode. It's a great one. Yeah, I would. That does one of my favorite things. That I've won every game I play, every multiplayer game I have played since Castle Crashers. I've wanted them to do this. It doesn't really fit tonally with the turtles, but I still had it in the back of my mind is that at the end of every Castle Crashers level, it ends in all of the characters fighting each other in a battle royale. And whoever wins is, you know, wins the level. And I just loved that so much that you just turn on each other and fight to the death and then the level's over and it just restarts the next level with everyone alive, ready to go. And that is such a funny and fun party move for a beat-em-up that I, I, I can't believe more games haven't incorporated. We should give that a try sometime. I know there have been like re-releases in the last couple of years of that that probably would make the multiplayer yeah. doable for us. So I would I would totally enjoy that. We should do it sometime. Listeners, if you have a favorite beat 'em up that you think we should check out for the show, uh, they're always an easy uh, an easy yes for us because usually we can play them together. That's fun. Uh, they're almost universally short. Uh, that's fun too. So let us know what your suggested beat 'em ups are. And look at the time. Uh, we are uh, all out of time. The turtles are. We are without turtles, without, turtles without, time. without time. Uh. I had a lot of fun revisiting the turtles for this and it, it made me go into all sorts of turtles rabbit holes watching the the cartoon. And I, I started reading the IDW comics that started coming out like uh 2016 or something and are still running today. I think. How are those? They're uh, they're like a different interpretation, but pretty solid. It's huh? like, it's like, a, you know, it's like a modern okay. 
uh, take on the turtles. It's like slightly different lore or whatever. It's not, it's not really joke. It's still got jokes. It's still- is it leaning into the teenage part of the it's, Mutant Ninja Turtles? It's leaning a lot more into the ninja. Um, it's uh, it in a way that I enjoy. Like it's 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 taking like it's clearly like um, comics intended for the adult turtles fan. Uh, although it's it's not like it's not like showing like disembowelments or anything but it's uh, it's definitely a little more on the adult side um and a lot of the art is really good they've got like um like people sort of aping the mike mignola style mm-hmm. that kind of thing pretty pretty good art um so I, i've been really enjoying that it's been n- neat to like revisit turtles again for the hundredth time in my life and definitely not the last um so yeah i i'm really glad we did it um we don't have a game picked yet for next week. We're going to be working on that soon. So keep an eye on our Discord. Uh, we'll be announced. We have an announcements channel there where we talk about what's coming up next. In fact, let me let me do the outro properly here. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Short Game. You can find our show in all the places, all the podcast apps and websites or www.theshortgame.net uh, where you can find a contact form if you want to tell us what's good. Uh, you can also uh, drop us a line on Twitter at underscore short game. Uh, you can find us on Patreon. Uh, this show is entirely supported by our patrons. Uh, your uh, Patreon dollars uh, go into hosting the show, making it available, making it download smoothly in all the various apps. And it goes towards us replacing equipment as it fails. This show's been going eight years. We've been going through microphones. Uh, and it just goes towards us being able to uh, buy games occasionally, all the sorts of things that we need to do to keep this show running. We really appreciate you. And uh, and part of that appreciation is that every one of our patrons gets instant access to our Discord, which is the community where we talk about the, sh- the games that we're playing, plan the show, uh, announce episodes that are upcoming if we, uh, if we can get it together to pick games in advance, which we've gotten a little better at lately. Um, and uh, also, uh, if you back at the $5 a month level, even for just a little bit, I will send you some short game stickers. I'm getting down to the bottom of the box of those. So if you want some, uh, hit us up. Um, if you uh, want to contact me, you can find me on Twitter at Reagan K. That's R-A-Y-G-A-N-K. Uh, Laura, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Laura J. Nash. Nate, where can people find you? At Nate STL. And Shane, where can people find you? I'm online deep into a Google search of uh, order of adjectives, which I've been trying to figure out if the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles really follow that natural order of adjectives that the English language uses, uh, which, as everyone knows, is quantity, quality, size, age, shape, color, proper adjective, and then purpose. Everyone knows. Um, no. It really... It's- so, you you know, you might say, I love that big, old... Uh, sorry, no. I love that beautiful, old, big, green, antique car, right? Or right. I love that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I'm trying to figure it out if a uh, turtle is their purpose. Well, age should be later, right? Well, ninja is their purpose. Yeah. Of course ninja is their purpose. Ninja, yeah. Yeah, but they're not, it's not the the four fabulous, big, teenage, uh, round, green uh, ninja turtles. Well, you don't have to have all of. You don't have to collect. It's not Pokemon. You don't have to collect them all when it comes to 
uh, adjectives. You no, know, Laurie, but... you know, if you're going to do one adjective, you have to do them all. You is, can't is do mute, that's Is mutant um, <laughs> material? <laughs> like, what is mutant? <laughs> and that's the question. Is is, mute, is mutant a quality? In which I think case turtle is be. the material. <laughs> yeah. Turtle is the noun. It's not a modifier. Get out of here. Turtle's a different piece of life, different part of speech. Turtles are definitely made up 100% of turtle. (laughs) So I think they are, I think they are the material. Platonic turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And I'm on Twitter at 8 Bishop. Thank you, Shane. Yay. And uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us on this episode of The Short Game.